Welcome to Real Estate You with Leti Ann. Welcome back to season two of our podcast, Real Estate You with Letty Ann. And this morning, I'd like to welcome Mel Simmerman. Yay! Mm-hmm. Mel is with uh, is the owner. He and his wife are the owner of Honey Wagon Septic Service here in the Kansas City metropolitan area. And uh, Mel, it's a family-owned business uh, since 1986. Is that right? That is correct. Welcome to our podcast. Thank you. Lovely to be here. Wonderful. So I find septic as as a real estate agent. Every time I go on a septic inspection. I learned something new. I find it fascinating. Like I almost don't sleep the night before because I know you never know what to expect. And it's almost like you're a little bit of a PI. So um, I've learned some about septic, but every time I have an inspection, something else is learned. So let me ask you this, Mel, what's your most asked question? The first question that people always ask me is, well, they ask me two things. How do I find it? How how often do I need to pump it out? And what's it going to cost? Those are the three questions they always ask me. How often? No. How do I find it? How often do I pump it out? And how much does what cost? The pumping? Does it cost to pump it out? Okay. They want to know that always. So the first question, how do I find it? It sounds funny for any of you that may, may not have a septic system, but oftentimes you can't find the tank. Yeah, it's so buried. It's buried, but then sometimes it's very very clear where the lid is. So tell us tell us how, I've seen you do it, not you, but I've, I've seen your staff do it. Tell us how one finds the tank. Well, first of all, we have, my, my guys have been with me several years, so they've had a lot of experience locating these things. They, you can walk out in the yard frequently and see where it is. It's usually 10 to 15 feet out from the house. There'll be a vent pipe in the roof that, like when you open a can on both sides, pour something out, same principle. That's what the vent pipe's for, so the water won't go glug, glug, glug. You, you locate that vent pipe, walk out in the yard, and then we have a probe rod, which is a big, long bar, poke it in the ground to find the lid. And oftentimes you can see it because it'll be a rectangular outline in the, in the dirt. It's not invisible frequently depending on age of the house. Older ones sometimes are deeper. So, but you're very savvy at finding the tank. And it's interesting that if it's a real estate inspection for a purchase or a sale, isn't it interesting that the seller may not even know where the tank is? I mean, that happens a lot, doesn't it? Frequently, they don't have any idea about it. It's the old principle of out of sight, out of mind, which that's, you know, it's normal. It's working. Don't, it's working, don't why, worry about why it. mess with it. Exactly. They just don't, I don't, I don't know. It's out there somewhere. So, so how often should uh, the septic tank be pumped on a residential property? Okay. Industry standard is three to five years for a family of four. Now, if it's more people than that, more free, bump it up more frequently. I tend to lead towards the three years because look at your soaps that you use in the house. And they all have one word on there, antibacterial. Well, bacteria is what breaks down the waste in your tank. And if the, that kills the bacteria, so that, that they don't last as long. Let's put it that way. The, the pumping distances. Because the waste is what stays in the tank. The water goes out. But as the waste accumulates, it can go out in the lateral field and mess that up. So when the tank is pumped, one, why do you pump, let's say every two to three years, why do you do, why would a homeowner do that? Because the waste, we'll call it that just as a nice word, needs to be removed periodically so it does not interfere with the function of the lateral field, which is where the water goes out into pipes and is dispersed through the ground. So it's actually pumped and cleaned. 
cleaned, yes. Ah, it's clean. Yeah, it's empty, emptied. Empt- that's that's oh, another word we okay. use for it. We so, empty the tank out, take all the content out of the tank. Then what do you do with it? When, when we haul it to a wastewater treatment plant where okay. it's disposed of, and we have reco- records of it. We have to log where it came from and so on. So there's a there's a cradle to grave, is a, probably a poor term, but cradle <laughs> to grave on where it came from and where it's going. So gotcha. it's accounted for. So how's that tank filled up just by use? So it, it's been pumped. It's been, you know, eye checked, looked at, taken away. And then that gets filled up again by just starting to use it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. Water, it, the tanks are generally 1,000 to 1,500 gallon capacity. Uh, that, that's if there was no outlet for it. But the water is dispersed out through a field which we call it is pipes and gravel, essentially. Mm-hmm. And that's where the water is dispersed. And as it, as it filters through the soil, that cleans the water. Uh, three foot of, of good, good soil, and the water is drinkable. It goes back into the ground rather than do, being dumped into the river from a treatment plant. So it's, a, it's the superior form of treatment because the water is not... It's clean then. So when I'm walking around the backyard and I know the laterals are letting out back there and I'm walking around, I, I shouldn't freak out. It's drinkable. I mean, you know what I mean. It's, it's not, you're not gonna see toilet it. water that right. hasn't been flushed. Right. You're it's, not going to see it anyway because it's going into the ground. I, you, you oh, should, I've you seen should, it. Ideally, you should, oh, yeah, well, if it's working right. <laughs> if it's working right. It's not working right. Actually, then we have, another, th- then we have another discussion. <laughs> Honestly, one of your uh, employees, I'm like, oh, my gosh. And they came out and they're like, yeah, that's the lateral. You got that right, Letty Ann. But what you're seeing is uh, the sump pump. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right. Oh, the sump pump. But, yeah, you know, right. you tend to just have right. this mindset. So water. You know, yeah. What, yeah, you, <laughs> Like, yeah. oh my gosh, water. Yeah, the idea is it disperses the water and efficiently, and that way it's not have to be dealt with in any other, no more treatment that takes care of it. And the cost to pump for a typical residential property? Cost for pumping a tank is around 350 Okay. Um, you and Karen started this business, like, like we talked about, almost 35 years ago, still family-owned. Mm-hmm. We were 10 years old at the time. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. A, a young entrepreneur. Very young, yeah. Well, one, how did you get started in the septic business? Well, the old standard joke is I fell into it. Yeah. So. <laughs> <laughs> were you fascinated like me and just like, I want to learn more? And then Yeah, well, you know, to tell you the truth, my mother told me the first word I ever said was bus because we lived near a bus stop and I could see it. And so I, I have a fascination with mechanical things. So I, I, big trucks. I've always liked big trucks. And I drove trucks prior to this, and I was over the road. And I decided when Karen and I met, I said, I don't want to drive over the road anymore. So I, an opportunity came up to buy a truck like this. I said, well, you know, I'm smart enough to do this. And, and I, there's another way you phrase it sometimes. Well, I was so dumb, I didn't know I couldn't do it. I just said, I'm going to do this no matter what. And so I started and uh, had one truck, a small one, and worked, worked night and day. And and eventually uh, hired some people, and now I'm moderately successful. And, I think uh, you're very successful here in the Kansas City metropolitan area. Uh, Honey Wagon Septic Services. I see your trucks all over. I use your company for my uh, seller and buyer inspections. Uh, and again, I learn so much on every every call. So you're, you're the kind of customer we like because. Because my guys, especially, we are real oriented towards education. We want them to understand septic systems and why they work, not just you know, just, not just do the job and leave. The more they know, the happier they are, and the the better educated they are. And the guys walk away from there feeling like they've accomplished something 
you know, rather than just made some money, they they educated someone to help them help this thing work better, so they don't have less problems with it in the future. Your business philosophy, Mel, it's you're creating a, a almost a family culture uh, with your employees at Honey Wagon Septic Service, and uh, I love that you told us how you like to educate your employees. So. Um, not only to benefit your customers, but for the learning experience. And um, doesn't that bring everyone together as well? Absolutely. The, the guys, they like what you have um, in-house seminars with, with podcasts with people that we work with on training on sales, on uh, on uh, relationships with each, each other. Because, you know, people work together. They, they As I've said before, you know, they spend the majority of their waking hours at work. That being the case, it needs to be an environment where they feel comfortable and understood and that, yeah, this is okay. And the more they know, the happier they are with their job. Because nobody wants to walk out somewhere to a job and say, I don't know what to do here. No, I want those guys to walk out of there confident that they know what they're doing. So we do a lot of education with them. Um, it's, uh, it's valuable. The, the beauty of that is when I, the, the real estate professionals on site at the inspection, they're always telling me and maybe the homeowner or the buyer, look, here's what's happening and here's how we're going to resolve it. So I, I, I feel... Like, I feel like I'm already talking to the person who I need to talk to to go to the next step. I don't have to come back and call you or call mm-hmm. your office. Mm-hmm. They're saying, oh, no, this won't work today. Here's what we need. We need to get someone to do this, and then we need to cut a hole in the tank and, and all of that. So mm-hmm. uh, it's always been helpful, and um, I think you guys are doing a great job. So uh, just to reiterate, you, you service Kansas and Missouri. Yes, ma'am. Right, and it's Honey Wagon Septic Service. Correct. And, and we're live on Facebook right now as we're as we're filming this. If anyone out there has a question for Mel, we, question. we have a couple. We have a couple of. Um, and Andy, can you just tell me what that is? Since yeah, I know it's, uh, it's uh, what what's the biggest or grossest challenge you faced <laughs> when dealing with a septic tank? What's the biggest or grossest challenge yeah. you've personally dealt with in dealing with a septic tank? Okay, this is a this is an honest story. Colton knows it. My associate that's with me today, he can vouch for it. I've told him before. The very first tank I pumped. Uh, low these many years ago i opened the wrong valve and i got blasted with with waste oh. and this that's the truth i uh and i thought to myself it can't get any worse than this <laughs> and you kept on keeping on and i said like i said i said i'm going to do this no matter what so oh that was a great great it, question spencer it, thank yeah, you that's yeah that's that was the grossest thing i ever had to deal with yeah good question that was good um so but you but you kept on going and it's like well if that's the worst thing that happens it, it can't get any worse than and that's that. right I'm, you know I'm, i i was committed to doing it i said i like this i want to serve people and help people keep their septic systems healthy and working correctly because it's in the interest of everyone to have a system that works right because we don't need germs out there floating around in the air that you know, like well we're all aware of what's going on right now but we don't need to have people being sick from a septic system that doesn't work right and right. it's easy to maintain it it just takes some education simple education septic systems are wonderful as far as i'm concerned do you have one at your house? Absolutely. Okay, good. Yeah. <laughs> yep, I sure do. <laughs> Another question over here is, 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 what are some easy ideas for people to keep their septic tanks in good shape? Okay, use common sense. Well, if you know something won't break down, you know, it's, it's inorganic, 
let's say uh, tampons tampons yeah or coffee grounds they you know eggshells anything eggshells anything creates volume in the tank that won't become a smaller form don't put it in there you know just just use common sense uh the the toilet papers uh honestly (laughs) this is gonna sound funny i've read up on this the best is to use a single ply it breaks down quicker than Oh, ply. we know it breaks down quicker. Yeah, yeah. single ply does. <laughs> single ply. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I think everybody's aware. Yeah, everybody's of aware of that, but it, it does work better. It's <laughs> it, it's better in tanks than single ply. And uh, well, now you know why they have all the antibacterial soap because they're yeah, using single ply. Hands, right, because single ply. Yeah, exactly. Ooh. We uh, we also encourage people to put a, uh, an additive in there that we care we sell a bacteria that enhances. The tank is because the antibacterial soaps are so hard on septic tanks. We have a bacteria that we suggest that people oftentimes put it in there. Not always, because some people just don't need it. But how do you determine if someone needs the the? Okay, yeah. Can we open up the tank on a regular pumping? We're, we're looking for the uh, what we call the scum layer. That's the soaps and stuff like that. It'll be on a, a top layer, and if it's fairly thick. It indicates two things that need it hadn't been pumped out in a while. Or here's another p- aspect of it: medication, because so many people are on heart medicines and de- medications, mm-hmm. and they tend to kill tanks. Uh, they kill bacteria. And that's not pouring the pills down the toilet no, and no, flushing that's, that's it. It's just going through your system. Going, going through, through your system. Wow. Yeah, it really if does. If it's ruining a tank, wow. what's it doing to yeah. to us? Yeah, and so that, wow. that again, that, that you know, that's, it's going through there and. It, it tends to make it not work right. So that, that increases frequency of pumping. And that's why a bacterial additive is a good idea because it helps. It's like taking vitamins for yourself. You take vitamins to uh, you know, for your body. Mm-hmm. Well, it's the same. That's like a vitamin to the septic tank. So uh, people shouldn't just go and get this product. What, what's the product? Well, we, we call it Honeyzyme. It's, it's a bacterial additive. You, just put, you put a packet of it in the tank and it dissolves. I'm once, hoping that's your month. product that you patented because yes, it's got your it's, name on it. Yeah, it's, it's ours. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Yeah. It's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Honeyzyme. Yeah. Did and you it, bring some for us? No, samples? I did not. I did not. Cool. I, I will. Is it a big, like, is it a big <laughs> no, no. packet? No, no. It's a little box about like that, and the packet's about, like, like, So you just toss it in? Just toss it in the toilet, and it dissolves. Oh, in the toilet, not the tank. You, yeah, not the, the septic tank. In the toilet. Oh, in the, the toilet. Okay. It's even better. Because when it breaks down in the tank, anything in the lines that's hanging on, it'll attach to it and eat it and break it up. So nice. it keeps your lines open also to the tank. So it's really helpful. So maybe get your professional advice or those of your mm-hmm. employees mm-hmm. before you just start throwing Honeyzyme down right, your toilets right, or the right. other products that because sometimes people aren't septic savvy right and they just think oh i have to put this stuff in my toilet all the time yeah. and that's not necessary not necessarily yeah good to it, know you know my guys are they're well one of our values our core values at honey wagon septic services we want to be honest with people you know, if if they don't need that, we won't we won't we don't tell them they need it. But if we explain to them why, they, again, the, the education. Here's why we think this would be a good idea for you to put this in there because it your tank's not working right, and here's probably why. And then then we offer them the product. And Andy's telling me we have just a couple of minutes left. And uh, but why do I've gone to several inspections where. They've never pumped the tank, mm-hmm. or there's no record of it in the ca- right. the county or right. with you guys. Right. What's up with that? 
they've just gotten lucky they're sitting on a time bomb okay <laughs> because if it's not okay here's the best analogy i have my car is running fine i don't need to change the oil well, yeah, it's running fine now, but down the road, you're going to pay for that. Right. So maintenance, just like your it's, HVAC, it's a, just like any other it's operating system. simple maintenance, system. yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, just, it's just cheaper to maintain it than it is to replace it, you mm -hmm. know? Again, the analogy with a car. It's cheaper to change the oil than change the engine. Mm -hmm. So it's real simple. But another question over here. What is, what's the best way to keep your customers happy in business? Our philosophy is, is tell them the truth, tell them what's going on with it, be straight up and say, here's what I see, here's why I see this, and here's what I think you should do. Honesty with people. You know, don't try to hoodwink them and tell them something that's not true. Um, and, you know, in inspections at times, sometimes it can be difficult because we have to tell them bad news sometimes. Mm -hmm. Not all the time, but sometimes. But you got to tell people the truth and, and offer solutions to that, that problem. See, we don't do repairs because, like, we run across a situation with something wrong. It, does, it would look kind of self-serving say, you have a problem and I can fix it. Well, yeah, sure you can, but it's just better. I say, here's some people, call these guys. They can help you out. And they'll look at it, and they might see something different than I do, but here's what I see. Again, it's just, it's, it's just talking to people mm -hmm. and try not to use inside lingo too much. Try to talk to them so they, and make sure they understand what you're saying, not just say, well, you need to do this, this, this. When they say, oh, what does that mean? Oh, I'm sorry. Then I back up and tell them, simplify it. Right. It's easy. You say the same thing over and over again a lot. Pretty soon they're going to say, okay, I've heard that now. And you're used to saying it, but someone who's not yeah. septic savvy is right. like, I have no idea what you just said. Right. So. And I want, we, the guys, are, they're very meticulous about that. I think that's what drives them. They just like educating people. They're... Uh, you know the old saying people oriented these guys all are we we hire them specifically with we do some uh, personality profile stuff before we, we before they come to work with us mm -hmm. and they have to go through everybody else before they get to work with us because we want people who really just want to help people first and because if you do that if you take care of the people they'll take care of you and uh you know you like holding your head up when you walk by a house and s drive by a house instead of saying oh i remember that one <laughs> Right. You remember the people. You remember the yeah. people. And you say, that, that's a good person there. Yeah. And that, those are nice folks. I like them. They were nice. I like you. I'm so glad I finally met you. I hope to meet Karen one day. And Lisa is always delightful. She's, she's, she's just delightful she's every time, all the time. That's Lisa's the been with us 13 years. Person in her office. 13 yeah, years. 13 I, years. I love that. Yeah. She really knows her stuff. And she's really... Uh, really people-oriented, likes to help people. I have one, uh, yes. one last question for you. Yes. Is... A county inspector, so of all the counties that we have in the dual state area, is a county inspector now required in every county? No. Is it no. just Johnson County? Ju or just Johnson. So just, just Johnson, Johnson. So you pump, if someone's inspecting, we need to get a county uh, 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 environmental inspector? Or? Well, okay, in Johnson County, it's real funny how it works. Overland Park is an entity unto itself. Okay. So we can do the inspections in Overland Park. Without an inspector? Without a county inspector, okay. but anything rural and, or any other, any other place besides Overland Park, we do the inspections. Uh, so Miami County would require, would require no, an inspector? No, we do the inspections. Oh. Yeah, we do the inspections in Miami County. Unless, um, sometimes the mortgage company, they dictate a lot of that stuff. They'll say, I want, they want a county 
uh, representative mm -hmm. to do that. And, that. and sometimes in Miami County, yeah, Tom, the inspector down there does them, but oftentimes we do them. Okay. So, so the only county that requires is Johnson. Johnson. So if it's a Bucyrus address, but it's in Johnson County, not Miami County, then right. yeah. Mm -hmm. And then you're a real estate professional, your licensed real estate professional that you hired will know that and assist you through the process. So mm -hmm. if you're buying or selling and worried about, oh, I didn't know that and who do I need to call? Mm -hmm. Don't worry. Your licensed professional will help you or simply call the folks at Honeywagon if you're wanting to uh, pump the tank, you want to know more about septic. You, maybe you've never, you're watching this and you you've never had your septic pumped, uh, they're going to provide you with a lot of value and service. So Mel, thank you so much for being here today. And uh, I look forward to calling you guys and setting up some more appointments again soon. We look forward to it also. It's been, this has been really fun. Good, good. We'll come back and see us. Thank you. Thank you. Oh, that was nice. I like that.